Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. The darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world knew him not. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten Son from the Father. Then the whole company of them arose and brought him before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar and saying that he himself is Christ the King. And Pilate asked him, Are you the King of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. And Pilate said to the chief priests and the multitudes, I find no crime in this man. But they were urgent, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had long desired to see him because he had heard about him. He was hoping to see him, some sign done by him. So he questioned him at some length, but he made no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. And Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then clothing him in a gorgeous apparel, He sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day. For for before this, they had been at enmity with each other. You know, um, for the last several weeks, we've mentioned the betrayal of our Lord in different ways. There is, of course the great betrayal of Judas. Betrayal of Peter, although he loved him, was a betrayal of cowardice. The betrayal of all the apostles who deserted him and fled. The betrayal of the leaders of the people, the chief priests, the elders, the scribes, the Pharisees, so many of them, who should have been the first ones to recognize him as the one who was to come, but they didn't They betrayed him also. 
as did Pilate and the Romans. Our Lord spoke to them. He spoke to Judas. Judas, first of all, he said, Friend, why are you here? When he came to betray him. And then he said, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? Peter, he never really confronted in the sense of saying, I told you so. He looked at him, though, and Jesus turned and looked on Peter. I'm sure that was enough. The only thing he ever said to him was after the resurrection, when three times he asked him if he loved him. He confronted the apostles with their lack of faith when they were told about his resurrection. He spoke to Pilate, even seemed to go out to him to try to convert him, to bring him in. But he would not speak to Herod, as we know. Once again, the only person to whom he would not speak, because Herod's hatred for him was one of decadence, dissolution. Herod had nothing redemptive about him. Our Lord couldn't reach out to him because Herod had closed all the doors. We always have to watch for that in our lives, don't we, as we close the doors against our Lord. But our Lord is always there if we're open at all to him to speak to us and welcome us back. He wants us to come to him. He ordered us to come to him. Come to me, all you who are weary. He keeps saying that. Come to me. It's a command. It's not as though we had a choice. Really, we do, of course. We can reject the invitation. But he keeps saying that. Come to me. And so we have uh, tonight come to him. Once again, to be in his presence and to let him speak to us. Whatever our flaws, whatever our sins, he wants us to come. Again, the difference between, remember, Judas and Peter. Judas repented to himself in self-pity. Peter, after having been looked upon by the Lord, repented to the Lord and was therefore able to be forgiven and to be drawn into his friendship. So uh, we will do that tonight for a few moments in the presence of the Lord here as we listen to him speak to us. Your attitude must be that of Christ. Though he was in the form of God, he did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself, took the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of men. He was known to be of human estate, and it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. For this God highly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name above every other name, so that at Jesus' name every knee must bend in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ his Lord.